Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Matty Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. And what a wonderful hour it is too. But disclaimer, this is a comedy fangirl podcast. So that means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast though. So if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some fucking brown haired Jimin is back, bitches. Or I may have single-handedly gave Jin's epiphany 2,000 views on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Then you're in the right place. Yes. So real quickly, this episode is quite lengthy and quite research heavy. Yeah. So we're going to keep the intro a little bit shorter today. But we want to give a thanks to James at Freaks on Broadway for our tattoos. We forgot to mention it in the last episode. Yeah. Um, but he, when he gave us our tattoos, he was like, give me a shout out in your podcast. We're like, okay, we will. Which, <laughs> of course, because he did a fucking great job. So if you're in Kansas City and you want to get a cool tattoo, you should see James. Yeah, he did a really, really wonderful job. Yeah. Also, I wanted to say that I passed my boards. I told you all that I was studying for a huge exam. I ended up passing. Yay. Yes! I'm super excited. Yes. <laughs> so... I'm an official occupational therapist that is registered. And so over the next like three or four weeks, I'm going to be getting my licensure from the state and then I will be good to go. Yes. And you can practice. (laughs) I can practice. Praise. I'm ready for that. So (laughs) fucking amazing when you texted me and you were like, I passed. I'm like, thank God. I really thought I failed. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, 100% I failed. I knew you were going to pass every single big test ever. You've been like, (laughs) I so failed. I'm going to fail. And I'm like, Bethany, no, you didn't. You studied your ass off. You got this. I know. And then you passed. I'm terrible. (laughs) I'm terrible. I'm that friend who is always like, I failed. I completely failed. But you're also like an overachiever and do like a lot of studying. Like, I'm that friend. It's awful. I'm so proud of you. You're so amazing. Uh, anyways, I wanted to share with all of you guys who aren't on our social media pages who already found that out. Yeah. 
Um, also just today, so this is Monday right now, technically for us. Um, so BTS just dropped their first two sets of concept photos for Yay, Answer. We've been waiting. Oh my god, I cannot <laughs> wait to see the next two, but really, these are so fucking incredible. Like they're amazing. Amazing. No, no. Absolutely stunning. So aesthetic as always. Yes. So they ended up releasing today, mm-hmm. which is the 13th. They released S and E, mm-hmm. and so the S photos, we're not going to go too in-depth on these guys just because of time, but uh, the S photos, they were the ones with, like, the hands and eyes and cameras and, like, the censored screens, and Jungkook is wearing, like, 1984 on his jacket, which is, like, the year that the world's population basically had super controlling government and, like, public manipulation, so... Mm-hmm. We're just like this is this is gonna get political. Th- these, yeah. yeah, these concept photos for sure are talking about like fans and mm-hmm. just constantly being watched and being seen by the public. Uh-huh. Like they they don't really get any alone time. Like they're I can't imagine that life. Yeah. Also, what I love about those photo con like that photo concept is their outfits. To me. I said it really gives me, like, Beatles vibes. Again, I'm talking about this just because their, like, slacks are, like, bell-bottom styled. And they have, like, those, like, ties or, like, you know, like, kind of scarves around their neck. That's just, like, totally, like, 60s vibes. Like, big collars. And, I mean... Yeah, yeah. It reminds me a lot of, like, their Sgt. Pepper's look, which was also really kind of shocking to people back then. They were like, what is this? Like, it looks so different. And I feel like with these concept photos, a lot of people have had this same reaction. The photos are meant to make you uncomfortable, but, like, their outfits are, I wouldn't say edgy, but different. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they're we're not used to seeing it. Yeah. And so, again, it makes you kind of uncomfortable, which is kind of like what Sgt. Peppers was going for and a lot of what the Beatles were going for. So, yeah, I'm on the same page. <laughs> yes, 100%. The other one that they released is E. And everybody in in this photo shoot wears white, except for Jungkook, who's in black. Mm-hmm. And they all have flowers, except for Jungkook. So it's like, why? Yeah. Um, also Jungkook is going through an identity crisis or like a breakup because he's changed his hair in the past two months more than he has in the past five years that's true I mean (laughs) I was shocked by the purple because we've seen the magenta yeah he even had like orange for a little bit and Mm -hmm. blonde I think it's just been they've been dyeing it and his hair has just kind of been changing over time yeah but it just like it's changed so much it's funny <laughs> all but over his, the place oh my gosh his haircut looks so good like it's buzzed underneath mm-hmm. jimin's is like jimin's is like that too, too. it's oh. so fucking good and tay still has his like mullet yeah the pink mullet oh my god bright fucking pink and i love namjoon with like the blondish like lighter hair it looks Mm -hmm. so fucking good and i don't know why it makes him look kind of like boyish the way that it's styled in those because it's kind of down and like in his forehead a little bit it's just so yeah okay oh and yoongi yoongi has like purplish hair too yes and and j-hope has like a bowl cut again but he works it it's so fucking good (laughs) and then fucking Jin, of course like the star of this episode I know. Uh, the orange hair. The orange. The orange oh fucking hair. Oh, my God. It looks so good. <laughs> Jin's orange fucking hair is just... 
astonishing. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. But anyways. So another thing that I want to mention before we get into Epiphany is BTS, they announced their last show in the United States, and it's going to be at City Field. And Time Magazine said... K-pop group BTS will make history, and they're referring to this particular stadium performance mm-hmm. that they're going to do. And when I saw this, I immediately retweeted it, and I was like, BTS playing at City Field is equivalent of the Beatles playing at Shea Stadium in 1965, because that was like a pivotal point for the Beatles, really, yeah. was playing in America, a stadium show in America. Mm-hmm. And... Granted, the Beatles did it really fucking fast. Like, I mean, they really became a thing, like, in 1960, 1962. And then Mm -hmm. by 1965, they were, like, performing at Shea Stadium. Mm -hmm. But there weren't as many venues back then. So, But Shea Stadium, if you guys don't know, it's in New York. And it's no longer a thing. But across from Shea Stadium, they ended up making, uh, they ended up building City Field. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, where the Mets play and, like, big time artists play like it seats 40,000 people mm-hmm. this this is huge and like the motherfucking Grammys okay they have been vocal about BTS which makes me super excited but they said a first and a coming of age for Korean musical entertainers that's what they said about mm-hmm. them performing at City Field mm-hmm. I'm like damn yeah also, can we talk about how the Grammys, like, has written so many articles about BTS? Like, I know. They wrote an article about Jin's epiphany, and they even wrote an article about Jin's, like, cover song that he did a couple months ago. Yeah. I'm sure they've written articles about Answer, like, about, like, all, like so much. So, like, I'm thinking they may actually get a fucking Grammy. Like, I'm thinking that, too. I'm like Yoongi predicted it and Yoongi gets what Yoongi wants. <laughs> he it's does. Like facts. <laughs> it it really is facts. But really, we know that the Grammys have BTS on their radar. For sure. For sure. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into this episode, which is about Epiphany or Gentro, like many people on Twitter and Instagram have been calling it. Yes. okay so how about we talk about our first impressions yeah so my first impression i was actually editing the podcast (laughs) i was editing Mm -hmm. the v-man episode and then all of a sudden i remember getting a um alert on my phone from youtube not actually it wasn't youtube it was v live gave me the alert first saying epiphany was you know ready and uploaded so when i got the notification i was like oh my god this takes priority I turned off the editing and I watched it. So my first impression mm-hmm. was kind of how my impression was for Singularity. The whole time I was like, oh my God, this song is Jin. This song was meant for Jin. Like this song is just so mm-hmm. him. It just, the song accompanies his voice so elegantly. Like it just fits really well. And I also thought like his visuals were super stunning I loved the room, how it was decorated. It gave me very 70s vibes. And then also just, like, the rain scene with Jin was, like, really memorable, too, because the music stops at that point. And I was like, God, he's so Mm -hmm. beautiful. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So that was kind of my first impression, just watching it through. I didn't have captions going because I just wanted to experience the video. Of course, after I watched it, I sent it to every one of my contacts. 
And <laughs> then I watched it with the captions. And once I saw it with the captions, of course, I like sobbed at the lyrics because I'm just too fragile. Mm. <laughs> I really am. Uh, it, like, okay, so for me, I was at work and I was like, I don't have cell service where I like where I, I work. And I got a message on my computer from you and you were like, oh my God, Kayla, epiphany. And I'm like, I need to freaking, I need to watch this right now. And <laughs> we were about to go to lunch and I like just really, I was like, I just really need five minutes to watch this video, please. Like I was just really thinking like, please, everyone don't get together in the hallway yet. Like, but then I saw people going out there and I was like two minutes and 14 <laughs> seconds into the video and I was like, fuck, like I have to go. So I, <laughs> I just like closed my laptop and I was like, oh my God. Now I had just like, I was halfway through, but like already I was like, oh my God, the lyrics I loved it immediately. I thought it was beautiful and I was so intrigued by the video. And like, you're right. It's totally a song meant for Jin, especially because I feel like Jin has really blossomed into his true happiest self over the years with BTS. And that's kind of yes, like... totally. Yeah. And that's kind of like what this song seems to convey. So like when I finally got home from work and I got to watch it all the way through, I was just in love. I completely agree. It's meant for him. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. In this, yeah, in this episode, <laughs> we're going to kind of do it like we did for Singularity. So we're going to talk about the vocals. We'll talk about the music video. And then we'll kind of go into the visuals and his acting. Mm -hmm. Then we'll hit on the lyrics and meaning. Mm -hmm. And then we will go into some theories. <laughs> and then we'll kind of, we'll kind of collected all together here at the end with just our overall thoughts yeah okay so first of all the vocals this song is really a ballad a true it's a ballad, ballad. Yeah. like mm -hmm. and you know you know k-pop loves its ballads and this is just instantly like a classic it's so beautiful mm -hmm. it's gorgeous and what's interesting about it is billboard they described it as a rock medley and then Rolling Stone described it as an alternative rock with blends of soft acoustic guitar with wavy electric riffs. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's beautifully put because the instrumental behind Jen's voice is really beautiful. Mm -hmm. But it is kind of like it has this alternative. I mean, you can hear this guitar in the background. And there's also some string instruments and things like that. Mm -hmm. So it's just really this this kind of pop rock medley alternative ballad yeah. is really what it is yeah. yeah there's definitely some new age with that like comfortable pop rock that we like you know that like everybody knows it's uh but it's mm -hmm. so beautifully blended with like his voice and everything um also like i just want to talk about the power behind his voice like we always talk about that Jin is a powerhouse but he like, really is, though, yeah. In this song, he is so smooth, and it's, like, totally in, like, his just, like, perfect register, 
and he can just live in those deep notes but then when he brings it up high it's like perfect and like ringy and just so lovely oh my god i know yes kind of like he does in awake but it's Mm, honestly it's better I think it's better. I really, (laughs) I've listened to this song so much in the past like three days, Mm -hmm. but it really, his tone is just so sentimental Mm -hmm. and somewhat kind of tender, but also like, obviously it's super passionate, but it has this kind of romantic vibe and it really does sound like a love ballad, like a love ballad for himself. Oh Oh my God. (laughs) Like you're so right. It really is. It's because it's, oh, my God, that's so true. I know. It's just amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) You can't listen to the song and not cry at some point. It hits home for everyone. Like His voice somehow just touches you in this way that it emotionally pulls at you. uh, And you just feel things. You just feel things. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. Man. Man. God, this song is so fucking good. Like, it exceeded (laughs) all my expectations. I love it so much. It's genius. It's so gin. It, like, is wrapping up the love yourself concept. It's so funny because when you first, like, messaged me about it, you were like, I think it needs to grow on me. But I think because of the research, it grew on you, like, (laughs) so fast. This is how I feel about a lot of BTS songs. Honestly, DNA and fake love, especially fake love. This sounds terrible, but fake love took a while to grow on me. Mm-hmm. I had to really listen to it. And so I feel like every song I listen to, I'm like, mm, I don't know. But then I listen to it a lot, like obviously on repeat because I love them. And it just <laughs> always blows my mind, except for Singularity. Singularity blew me from the moment I heard it. I was yeah. like, yes. <laughs> but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's go ahead and get into the storyline oh of what happens in this music video because a lot fucking happens. Yeah, we're going to try to like condense it as much as possible because it is, you know, it's so detailed. And this video is not that long, but there's a lot in it. I mean, it's four minutes. <laughs> oh, that's true. I mean, there's but like there's like there's a break. Not- yeah, there's not a lot of scene changes. You know, like yeah, there's a lot of scene I mean. changes in Singularity. There's a lot of scene changes in Serendipity. And Euphoria is like fucking forever long. <laughs> so <laughs> we have we have Epiphany. And there's really not that much lyrics. But in terms of like the setting, there's only two settings. There's one room and then a scene where he goes in with the rain outside. Yeah. But it's just like a black screen, you know. Mm-hmm. So... There's really only one room that this all takes place. So we just have to describe this fucking room. Yeah. So <laughs> so there's a leather couch sitting in a small living room area with a coffee table in the center of it. And it ha- the coffee table has a vase with calla lilies sitting in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like in the foreground of the shot. And then there's like a couple lamps and small chairs also sitting like near the couch and around the coffee table Mm -hmm. um on the far left there's a large familiar painting hanging on the wall yeah and there's also a double doored closet in the far back left of the room and it has the the door is open and you can see well no the door's not open at that point but um, next to it is, like, a robe hanging on the wall. Mm-hmm. So then on the far right is a sink and a mirror. 
that has its own little corner built into like the architecture of the room. Mm-hmm. So honestly, this setup kind of looks like there's two or three rooms wedged together, kind of like a stages for a play or musical. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like a. It kind of reminds me of like a flat, like an apartment flat, just like a sm- a really yeah. open small one. It could just be really open like that because there is another yeah. door next to the sink that could potentially be like the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So. There's two doors on both sides of the sink, and then there's a large bay window to the far right. And so, in general, the floor and the furniture give off kind of the 70s retro vibe. Mm-hmm. And lastly, there's a large light fixture above the family room area that has six very large round bulbs hanging from it. Yeah. There's some speculation about those, but we'll get yeah, to we'll, that later. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so the music video starts off with a black and white filter. And this kind of will change a little bit as we move into the video. Mm-hmm. And right at the beginning, there's two gins in the shot in this room. And so there's one gin sitting on the leather couch, and he seems kind of like content just normal Mm -hmm. and then there's another Jen standing at the sink looking at himself in the mirror yes and so the Jen looking in the mirror uh he ends up turning off the light and then heads out the door and then the song for epiphany begins to play and the camera zooms in on the Jen that's sitting on the couch and beside him are those lilies and the notebook that we've seen in past music videos and trailers Mm -hmm. and stuff. He's wearing kind of this loose button-up shirt with these large floral images on it. And then he also has these loose dress pants that are kind of plaid, plaid plaid-like. Yeah. And then he also has these cute white sneakers on that I think just look so good on him. I just love... His print mixing. Like, yes, it looks good. It looks so good. First of all, floral is my shit. I love wearing floral. And then, like, the plaid pants go perfectly with it because they're not, like, really full plaid. Like, there's a lot of open space in them, so it just looks so good. Yeah, it's just, like, vertical and horizontal lines making mm-hmm. rectangular shapes. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's really what it is. Yeah. So next in the video, it's kind of a shot of him sitting there. He has his legs crossed, and he looks inquisitive and thoughtful. And then he leans over and reaches for the notebook beside him, and he opens it. And then the camera starts to slowly zoom out, and we can see another Jin at this point sitting on the floor next to a large, or the large, bay window. And it's like, <laughs> it, isn't it, like, the, it's open. I feel it's like it's open. open. It yeah. is open, yeah. I just think it's funny that we have to refer to another Jin. Like, there's, like, multiple Jins throughout this video, which is funny. Yeah, and they. I feel like this kind of gets into the theories, but they all kind of connect it's not like they're separate like they're all in this storyline just the storyline is happening at different yeah times. absolutely but yeah. Jin doesn't see the other Jin in the room you know no. so you know that these are different points in time mm-hmm. so he's kind of he's sitting on the ground by the window and he looks mm-hmm. sad exhausted tired I mean he is looking out the window and then he eventually looks away and just kind of rests his head in between his legs he just looks yeah. like he's exhausted kind of doesn't know what to do, lost. So the gin on the couch, he then gets up and walks to the closet as the line for the song sings, I'm the one I should love in this world. Uh-huh. 
So right as he walks to the closet, the black and white filter begins to slowly convert to color. And this is like after he sung, I'm the one I should love. So it starts to turn to color. He grabs a jacket that matches his pants. He walks away. He puts on the, ja- he puts on the jacket and he walks over to the sink. He turns on the light and he gets a close look at himself in the mirror before turning off the light and heading out the door. And when he looks in the mirror, he can see his he can see his reflection. Like we see the reflection in the mirror. Yeah, he gets yeah really close and like stares for a good a good while. Yeah, which kind of hints yeah. at another theory that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um. So then the scene changes to obviously Jin went out the door, so he's outside now. He's walking in the rain in like slow motion. Yeah, and we have like a complete scene change here. Yeah, We're, we went from this room to outside. Mm-hmm. He's. Yeah, and it's, like, all black around him. It's, like, just all you can see is light reflecting off of this rain just pouring down on him. And then, oh, my God, this is, like, a blessing in this video. Oh, the such a camera <laughs> does a close-up shot of him, and he just, he, like, wipes his mouth with the back of his hand, and, like, he just stares at the camera. Oh. I know, Anyways. I know. Okay, what ends up happening after this is then, like, thunder and lightning strike, and the music just stops, Mm -hmm. and we see Jin arch his neck back to kind of face the rain pouring down on him, Mm -hmm. and just, oh my gosh, visuals, aesthetic, beautiful, perfection, just wow. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And they, like, cut it right when it gets, like, the best part, when his head gets tilted just at the furthest point back, and then they cut it to, like, a profile shot. And it's like, no, I want to see that shot, like, for just, like, three seconds longer. It's so Uh, good. It's so amazing. God, he's just gorgeous. (laughs) It's, like, unfair, truly. Like, on top of these beautiful fucking vocals is this beautiful visual, like, masterpiece. stunning man. I know. (laughs) What a man. What what a man. This is is my own little theory Uh that did not get touched on during our, like, theory research. Uh What I find interesting is when he opens the door before he goes out in the rain, it's clearly sunny. Like, when he opens the door, there's, like, a bright light coming Mm -hmm. from outside, shining, just, like, a shadow of the door, you know, because there's clearly sun. Yes. But then once he's outside... It's raining. It's pouring. Yes. And anytime the door is opened, it's bright and sunny Mm -hmm. when it's actually pouring outside. So I'm like, what? Bethany. Why? (laughs) I just... I could share this now, but I, like, I... Do you have a theory on it? I have a theory. So this actually works into what we're talking about right now. So I'm just going to say, like, the next thing that happens, and then I'll say the theory for it. Okay, cool. So he's out in the rain, and then we get, like, a wide shot of him from the side. And you can definitely tell the rain is now going upwards, but it it seems like, like it's in reverse. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, after that, he enters back into the room. He's completely soaked, jacket in hand, looking kind of sad, and then he wipes his mouth again. And then the camera zooms out slightly and revealing, like, a dry, somewhat content-looking Jin sitting with his legs crossed on the couch. Okay. So, this is where we're at. Okay. Okay. So, here's what I think. Okay. When (laughs) content couch Jin, who went to the closet and got a jacket and stared at the mirror and then went out the door 
into sunlight. So he went out, okay? This is not in the same sequence. It's oh, like it's a, not at the same time period. Yeah. yeah, it's not in the same time period. So he's not walking out to the rain right there, and he's walking out to the sunshine. Now we're in, we're like looking at the story, focusing on the part of the other Jin who was like curled up next to the window. So he comes in. We see him in the rain. We see the rain reverse which means something. Yes. Um, it's like time is going backwards. Yes. And he comes in. He looks, he like seems to dry pretty quickly. So it's almost like even being out in the rain was not, was like going away from him, was like reversing. Okay, so then he walks over towards the window, right? That gin who came in the door. But the camera doesn't follow him. He just goes out of the shot but it's assumed that he goes out of the window because then content couch Jin gets up from the couch, walks over to the window that has open curtains, and he closes them. So it's like that Jin is like gone. Okay, but how do you know that he went out? How do you know he went out the window? I just feel like it's assumed. Like he goes off. Like where else would Are he go? Are all the other gins prior to this going out the window too? Like where have they gone? I feel like there was. <laughs> I feel like there was only two. Like there's only two gin storylines. There's the contemplating gin that's like on the couch, yeah. like going through the same cycle, walking out the sunny door, and then there's like the gin that's stuck staring in the mirror, the gin that's like curled up in a ball. And the gin that's standing in the rain, like, that's the other one that's like, okay, I don't know. there's two gins is what you're trying to say. There's only two <laughs> yeah. stories going on here. Okay. My my only question for this is, like, when Jen comes back after being soaked in the rain, when he opens the door to come in, the sun is shining. So it's like, I don't know. Did it clear up by the know. time he got back? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, we're getting so deep into it. I have no it. idea. But, Okay. Jin goes to the window and he closes the curtains. Dry Jin. Beautiful aesthetic couch sitting dry Jin. <laughs> okay, so Jin then, who like closed the curtains, walks over to the closet and he takes out his jacket, that typical jacket, the jacket that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Except this time, when he goes for the closet, the color of the, the film starts to fade and is replaced with a black and white filter. Mm -hmm. So opposite of what happened last time he opened the closet. Mm -hmm. So again, he puts on his jacket. This is is couch gin, like beautiful, dry couch (laughs) gin. So he puts on the jacket. He goes to the sink. He turns on the light. He looks at himself. He doesn't see his reflection this time, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. And then he walks over to the chair. He grabs the notebook that is sitting on it, that red notebook. And then... He opens it, he walks over to the light, he turns it off, and then he walks out the door. And then after he walks out the door, this white Korean, these white Korean characters begin to be typed on the screen, translating into English as, at the end of the journey to find myself, the place I reached is in fact where I had, where I had already been. In the end, what I, what I have to find is that which is the beginning of all things, the milestone, the map of the soul, that which is with anyone but cannot be found by simply anyone. I seek to begin searching for it from now. Hmm. And then the scene, it fades away, and it fades into a picture of Jin, who's resting his arms on that black Ford truck. Yes. (laughs) Yes, his, his car, sitting 
on the beach where we first saw in prologue Mm -hmm. and the footage it kind of it's just Jen no one else is there the footage kind of glitches and Mm -hmm. then it adds six other members and inside they're like inside the hood of the truck Mm -hmm. and then it's interesting because it must have changed back to a well it did change back to a black and white filter yeah um but once the members are added, that black and white filter is lifted mm. and it reveals them all in color. I'm crying. Like, <sighs> it's just so good. That ending is like instantly one of my favorite endings to like any music video of BTS ever. I set like a fan art of it as the background of my phone. It is just so beautiful. It's like, look. In every other fucking video, in fucking Run, Jin disappears from the rest of BTS. And then in this video, he's standing there, and then they are put there. And it's like, they're together, like, again. I feel like it's just setting up for, like, going into wonder already. Like, Yes, I know. Okay. So that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of like the the music video summed up. Yeah. Pretty quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Powwow. Okay. We also have next, we're going to talk about the visuals slash like the acting. So first we want to say that we want the (laughs) K-drama. We want the fucking K-drama. We need it. (laughs) We really, we, how long have we been asking? Forever. Forever. Since this podcast started. We want it. (laughs) We need it. The world needs it. Yes. But really, though, so in Epiphany, like, Jin has amazing acting skills. Mm -hmm. Like, you can tell that he's been trained in it, or maybe he's just naturally good at it, because, I mean, it looks like a K-drama. It really does. He just, his facial expressions are so easy to read, and you can see the subtleties in his mood and how they change over the whole video. Yes. Like, sometimes he looks really sad and somber, and then other times Mm -hmm. he looks really, like, he looks really wistful and insightful and, like, content almost. Yeah. He's a master of his craft. (laughs) His mini crafts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, His his crafts. Um, Like, truly, if someone were to have an epiphany, like, during the turning point of a movie or something, this is how the actor would fucking portray portray it no for sure like if someone was acting and in the script it said act as if you're having an epiphany boom there you go that is what Jin does throughout this entire music video mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like even the way like the way he walks is good acting honestly like it's aesthetic and it contributes yes. it contributes <laughs> to the mood of the movie like I mean the music video he like, just kind of like saunters around like like the way he's walking it's Mm kind of slow it's like one foot in front of the other it's it's not apprehensive but it's not like super confident like it's just he's not like he's not leading with his chest or anything it's just kind of like his feet are pulling him somewhere yeah and he's just doing it yeah. yeah, like he's not really thinking about walking. He's thinking more about his epiphany mm-hmm. while he's walking. So yeah. it's just like this slow, <laughs> thoughtful walk, I guess. But yeah, anyways. it's totally thoughtful. <laughs> but anyways, for the music video, they must have pulled up the volume on his shoes, clicking through this room, because I swear, it's like ASMR. Like if you really listen to it, you would think mm-hmm. you're listening to an ASMR video. 
it does give me major ASMR vibes. And at the moment, I can't remember what it's called, but there's a specific type of like person that works on movies and music videos and everything to add like real sound effects, like the sound of people walking, the sound of people doors opening and closing, like all the things we hear in this video. And I feel like that's what took place. Like they put like studio made footsteps into it. Yes, and yes. that's why like they're not so... his actual footsteps. No. Like they 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 remake the sound. Yeah, yeah, because there's no way Oh no, absolutely. I, I they say, had to have done that, right? I cannot remember what it's called right now. It is gonna really bother me. I totally know what you're talking about though. Like I've seen behind the scenes for movies where they make the remake these noises with other kind of household objects and things like that. Okay, it's okay. Not, yeah. It's called a Foley artist. I thought that's what it's yeah. called. A, a fo- Foley? Yeah, F-O-L-E-Y. Interesting. Yeah, and so they, like, remake r- real sounds and put it... And that's what it totally sounds like, and that's why it's so ASMR. And we hear those videos, like... Or not those videos. We we hear those sounds throughout the video, like with the book, with like the like the door, the curtains. It's really good. It's just so funny because when I hear the word Foley, I think of a catheter. I know. Like a bag of urine. <laughs> You're just still on this. So I'm like, oh, Foley artist. Okay. <laughs> like, what? Uh, yeah. See, like I thought that's what it was, but I also was thinking Foley catheter, and I was like, I th- I know that's what Bethany is gonna think, but yeah. I was like, I'm really sure that's what it was, so I had to look it up, and it is. So, but anyways, the visuals, the visuals. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about the visuals. So. We got to talk about the scene where he's standing in the rain. Mm. I mean, I think that might be the pivotal point of the whole yeah. music video. Yeah. So it's like also the most aesthetic, the most beautiful shots of Jin and the whole thing, except the one where he's by the bay window, like he's looking out the window. That's mm-hmm. a pretty good one, too. This- I mean, honestly, the whole fucking thing. He just looks <laughs> goddamn gorgeous. <laughs> so true i i feel like when you say that the rain part is like a pivotal part i so agree because the way that he like tips his head back is almost like he's accepting this truth that he has to love himself like yeah and then he looks up at the at the rain like mm-hmm. he's like he's confronting his problems and yeah. his worries oh and my concerns. god like, yes head on like yes oh my gosh kayla you know what i've realized about myself this is such a sidebar guys what tell me i say so many fucking cliches in this podcast like i never say these things in real life i never say these things in real life like i think the last one i said go big or go home when i heard that i was like what the fuck (laughs) oh my god i say so many cliches but i don't say them in real life so i'm like what is happening what about putting a mic in front of me makes me want to say cliches anyways total sidebar (laughs) go big or go home bethany Uh, I really hate it. I really hate cliches. So I'm like, why am I saying them? <laughs> well. Anyways. Okay. Total sidebar, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, yes, it is totally like he's confronting his feelings and like facing it head on and finally like, I don't know, almost like accepting, like accepting that that's part of him yeah. and that that's his struggle, but also that he can love himself at the same time. So I guess it's it should be time to get into the lyrics and the meaning right now. Just going off that. Yeah, let's get into the lyrics and meaning. Mm-hmm. So kind of since like the end of 2015, really, Jin has been this character in the music videos who kind of always seemed to be looking in 
on the boys, mm-hmm. like from the outside. We realize this. It's where we got all these Jin is dead. <laughs> Jin is controlling them. Jin is evil. Yes. All of and that. time travel. Yeah. Time travel uh, the time travel is like the most valid one, to be it honest. It is. But anyways, he's been looking in on all the boys. So it only makes sense that he would be the intro for answer. Because he's been looking in and he's been trying to find the answer mm-hmm. all this time. And mm-hmm. he does give us the answer through Epiphany. And the lyrics are quite literally an Epiphany. Yes. And honestly, there's not that many lyrics. Like, it's really no. short. But the I lyrics and the meaning are so clear. They're so simple. And they're easily put. Mm-hmm. And so the answer and the meaning of the song is pretty straightforward in saying, I'm the one I should love. Mm-hmm. And love yourself seems to be like a quite obvious answer to all of these theories and yes. to like I mean to this whole I mean what is this four part fucking album series you know so it seems like to be the obvious answer but like though it seems so obvious we still weren't sure of the answer which stands true for loving yourself and we have to explore the pathways on how we're going to love ourselves and that's truly the hardest part so they had to take us through all of that through you know, the journey her, yes. her tear and now we're finally seeing and just this song epiphany is not the whole answer you know like we still have the rest of the album so with this, it's, like, we're getting the answer. As you said, it is. it seems obvious, but at the same time... There's so many layers I mean, to it. There's so I mean, much. we were all like, we hope, like, we hope answer brings answers, but then, like, the whole series is called Love Yourself. Mm-hmm. The answer was in front of us the whole yeah. time. And it's like we knew that. Kind of like you should know, and you do know that you should love yourself. But the act of loving yourself is quite difficult. So fucking hard. Yes, and that, I mean, they they delivered that message to mm-hmm. us through this Love Yourself yeah. series, and the answer was in front of us, just like, you know, our day-to-day lives. We know we should love ourselves, but even then, we're still kind of searching for mm-hmm. answers. We have to, we have to, like, put in the work, you know? And yeah, exactly. So Jen sings the line, I got to fully reveal my true self under the smiling mask. I'm the one I should love in this world. And it's just, it's so good. He also goes on to say, though I'm not perfect, I'm so beautiful. I think um, there's like a few different translations. I like in the music video, it says, I'm not so perfect, but I'm so beautiful. And I just love how those two phrases mirror each other. And it just acknowledges that, yeah, like you don't have to be perfect. Why is that even like perfection isn't, attainable we know this that's why it's called perfection so you don't have to be perfect to say that you're beautiful and I just so I just love that line and like being imperfect is beautiful because everybody is worthy and deserving of self-love so it's like this song just really hit me in that point like in that in that part in me yes I love that it's so straightforward because they want their message to be clear Mm -hmm. you need to love yourself that that is the ultimate goal and so what I love about this is as the song goes on later in the song the first verse is replaced with a new line that says I want to love them in this world so I want to love them 
Mm-hmm. And this kind of nods to the idea that we must learn to love ourselves before we can love others. Yes. And so you need to have self-love before you can truly love another. Mm-hmm. And this is what Jen has been struggling with the whole time like Mm -hmm. he loves these seven men in front of him he loves them like his fucking children okay like they are his best friends but no matter what he does no matter how much he changes what happens no matter how much he changes himself he's realized that he can't change like he can't find this happiness Mm -hmm. for them and for himself Mm -hmm. and this epiphany he says in the lyrics, I finally realized, so I love me. Mm-hmm. He says, so I love me, so I can love them. Yes. And uh, it's just like, since prologue, mm. I mean, since fucking prologue, really, all he has wanted to do is f- to see his friends happy. Mm-hmm. And no matter what he did, no matter how much he tried to help them, he never seemed happy, and never. they never seemed happy. Mm-hmm. Just this and, epiphany. <laughs> yeah, he finally had it. And then, he, so he's like, okay, I have to love myself before I can love them. And it's just, I guess overall, it's such a simple answer, but it's such a complex journey to really? loving oneself. And that's just the best. I mean, it's it's how I feel like this series is going to start to begin to wrap up with answer you know and like you said like wonder is gonna just be like that amazing just ending but this album is kind of it seems kind of like the climax already and yes yes. like oh my god so anyways it's really the end it's It's really, really the end yeah it's sad that it is Anyway, uh, <laughs> let me just cry some more. Like, yeah. it's so sad because we're like, man, Answer hasn't even been released, but I feel like it's over. Like, BTS is done. Like, this this is the impact, the delivery that Jen had on this song, that it was like, okay, goodbye. Like, <laughs> this is the answer, no, and we're done. No, they're not done. They're not done. They're not done, no. no. But uh, he gave us the answer, so. So... I guess we should get into theories. Yes, let's get into theories. There's a lot, guys. There's and a fucking lot. We don't really know the truth behind the theories. We're just telling them to you that yeah. we've read about. <laughs> so, first of all, the rain falling in reverse and the multiple gins. There's, like, a few questions that go along with this theory. And one, it's like, does the rain revive him? Is it like a symbol of, of his epiphany to love himself? It's, it's like refreshing and renewing him. Mm-hmm. Um, it also goes along with like the time travel theory that we like, where like the events seem smooth and linear in the music video, but they actually repeat themselves with this pivotal moment being the rain, hence why it falls in reverse. And yes. then, like, we already talked about the multiple gins that we see, the wet, dry, or the wet, sad one, and, like, the content couch gin. And Too bad we can't name the episode that, the content couch gin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's fucking do it. <laughs> instead of... Content couch gin. Instead of gentro. Gentro is so cute. Yeah. We can do gentro I- colon... The content. <laughs> no, that's too long. Jintro is not. Jintro is what everybody calls it. Nobody is calling it content, content couch gen. Okay, fine. Let's name it that. Yes. Okay. So, anyways. Um, 
some people think that he turned back time one last time since he like found the answer but basically through these series of music videos he's been constantly turning back time i'm so sorry i'm still laughing at Kinder. you're still laughing <laughs> <laughs> i need to collect myself it's not that funny okay content couch <clears throat> okay so continuing with the theories okay so then there's mm. the red notebook that we yeah. first saw in Love Yourself Her, the highlight reels for Love Yourself Her. Mm-hmm. And we see like a girl across these train tracks and she's holding mm-hmm. that red notebook and she drops it and Joan picks it up. So we see that back then, but we of course see it quite quite frequently in Epiphany. Um, I don't really know what it represents. There's also like a bunch of notes throughout <laughs> yeah. like all of this like everyone writes in dates and notes and stuff and so like big hit will post it and it'll be a note from like jungkook or whatever and Mm -hmm. so i kind of think that might go along with the red notebook i don't really know Mm -hmm. like it's like i don't know like a sisterhood of the traveling pants i don't know (laughs) (laughs) like these are just (laughs) reoccurring themes you guys we're not we're not pretending to have the answers on what they are yeah um, okay, so the next kind of, like, thematic thing that we see, we see, like, the calla lilies and the smeraldos. So it's, like, do the lilies represent Jin's love? I, we know th- about the lilies. Aren't they in Blood, Sweat, and Tears? I feel like yeah, and I need the Japanese you. version and I need you. They're in a bunch of yeah, stuff. Yeah, he, like, lies them on the ground a lot. He'll lie them on mm-hmm. the floor. And then I know that, like, Young, his bloody hands, I think, were they turned into holding Switched. the lilies mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i mean the lilies kind of made us think like was he switching places with them was he fixing their problems and that's like kind of the mark that he left or whatever yeah. or was that like um, his love was that his love yeah. he was trying to give them or i mean just a piece of him that he was giving to them to help them i don't know yeah 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 so another thing is the window and curtains which is a really big one so some say that this might be where he time travels. Like this is his way when he closes and opens the windows and curtains, really the curtains, um, is how he travels to the future or the past. Like it's almost like he's looking through the window and the window is how he can see his friends. And I like this theory. Yeah, I, I do too. Yeah. Like he's looking at his friends, BTS, through the window and what mm-hmm. is happening to them, he can either close or open the curtains. He can either travel to that time or back to that mm-hmm. time to change mm-hmm. it. And so, mm-hmm. I mean... But he can always look at them. And sometimes he's looking at them, like, scared and upset, like when Yoongi's on fire and he's just, like, he can't do anything. He's yeah. just watching. Mm-hmm. Another common theme is, like, the painting hanging on the wall, which we also mm-hmm. see reoccurring in paintings and pictures throughout the series. So we see it in Blood, Sweat, and Tears. We see it in Mm -hmm. Jungkook's Begin. I mean, Mm -hmm. continuously throughout. There's always, like, some sort of painting. Yeah. Um, So the next kind of, like, thing that we see is a lot of people on Twitter were noticing that the light fixture that's hanging in the middle of the room has six large bulbs. And some people were like, are these army bombs with like the tops off, which I thought was like, I mean, they kind of look similar, but I'm like, that's kind of dumb. They do kind of look like army bombs. They're huge. Yeah. But, um, and then other people were like, do they represent the six 
members because there's six light bulbs like in this fixture yeah so i don't really know i'm not like i do i'm like okay is bts being that deep and it can these like six light bulbs can all represent these things or like represent army with army bombs or is it just a fucking light fixture hanging from the ceiling that's like a 70s style yeah yeah like that just fits the theme of the room i mean i could see big hit putting that light fixture together and then being like, what kind of room would this go along with? Like, what kind of fashion or style? And then they were like, oh, let's do a 70s retro theme. No. But why else would it be a 70s? Why do you think it's a 70s retro themed room? Like that furniture. I mean, look at their outfits for the concept photos. The, that's they're true. totally wearing that's, like 70s. You're so and right. And people have been saying, people have been saying on Twitter like a month ago that this album is going to be retro sounding music bethany i'm telling you you're so fucking this is right. why i've no. been saying the fucking beatles i take it back i take it back <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, i love it okay so another thing that happens is jen kind of wipes at his mouth like he rubs his mouth with the back of the back of his mm-hmm. hand and then also there's like some other kind of parallels with all the members that yeah. people are kind of making from this so he ends up looking in the mirror and Hobie does that and I need you. We kind of see mm-hmm. when he decides to take the pills and all that. We also see yeah. Yoongi several times in other music videos where he rubs his mouth in a very similar way. Um, we also see Young who curls up in a ball during Stigma's short film and during prologue. And then we also see Jimin who also stands in reverse rain during Lie. And then, I mean, honestly, there's all these parallels, but I don't, yeah. I haven't seen one for Namjoon or Jungkook. I don't know, Bethany, but, like, I just had a thought. What? Like, what the fuck if every single member represents one of Jin's, like, internal battles that he's had to fight and overcome? Oh, that's a lot of battles. At least. <laughs> that's a lot of battles. <laughs> But I'm How saying, do you kill your father he, and want to commit suicide and like have Munchausen's that's, and that's true. That that okay. When you put it that way, it's so fucking true. But when you also think about that, <laughs> he like he has these little like characteristics of the other members so it's like what if they're all kind of like a part of him yeah, i don't know yeah. now this sounds stupid when you put no, it that way no, but so- no i i mean this is what theories are all about like we don't really know right yeah i mean we don't <laughs> no we definitely don't guys i did a lot of the theory research and i was like kayla sos <laughs> i was like fucking busy I was like, like i'm really like sorry <laughs> Um, okay, so the next thing that we need to talk about is, like, his reflection in the mirror. And so we talked about the first time um, it shows his reflection, and the second time it doesn't. We also see, like, mirrors and shattered mirrors, etc. in I Need You. Yeah, and in other... And, like, in other videos. Yeah, yeah so... There's also... I don't yeah. know. It's kind of like moving away from vanity maybe and like not you know focusing as much on that especially if you're thinking about the concept photo is this like they're being in the public eye type thing so trying to kind of move away from that like always staring at your reflection and we i mean we saw that reflection in fake love and it was like a negative reflection of namjoon and so it's like 
has he moved past that yeah, or something? Yeah. I just have no idea. Mm-hmm. So we also see the black and white filter, which we talked about. And Rolling Stone said, quote, the black and white filter is used perhaps to indicate changes in eras and the the futility of his actions. And so it's mm-hmm. kind of like, do the boys bring light into his life? Does loving himself bring light into his life? I mean, it's just the black and white filter, yeah. the way that it's placed in the music video it's like mm-hmm. it was definitely put in at a specific time. Someone thought about it, so it's mm-hmm. it does represent something. In the first time that it happens, you could say it seems like it's when it's happening because he's loving himself, right? Because the lyrics totally match up with it at that part when he's singing I'm the one I should love as he's walking toward his closet and the light starts starts to brighten and show color, right? Yeah. But then later in the video after all of that happens and it seems like there's some sort of resolution for him, then the light the color starts to fade away and it goes back to black and white. And I know at the end when BTS like joins together it gets color again but just thinking about the scene in that room with the color change just in that room it almost seems like it's when he's made specific choices like for his path or whatever but no yeah (laughs) absolutely yeah i mean i completely agree um it's just kind of interesting how they just they decided to put this black and white filter and it gives you the vibe of exactly what you think a black and white filter would do is like Mm -hmm. sad and contemplative and you know not but also like it's almost like final you know like yeah yeah and i don't know just like when it switches back to color at the end with all of bts together it's like hopeful and happy and you know like this is the positive like now it's the positive because they went through that negative yeah and so another like kind of theory that's been developed is about the photo at the end of Jin in the black truck so Mm -hmm. during run Jin disappears from the photo um but all the other bts members are still next to the truck but in epiphany Jin is there and then the boys reappear Mm-hmm. And again, people think that this is just Jin loving himself allows him to love his members, to love his friends. And so did Jin lose himself? And so then he lost his, his friends. But then when he found himself, he also found his friends, like his friends mm-hmm. came back. So it's just interesting to think about that, too. Or like... You could also think of it in a way as not his friends leaving him, but him leaving his friends. When he lost himself, he couldn't be with his friends because he was so lost. And it kind of makes me think of like, I don't know, like depression. Like when if you're super depressed, you don't want to you just it's not even that you don't want to. You just can't like it's like you don't you just don't have the energy. Or if you're like if my anxiety is really bad, I'm just like, I would rather just be home alone than, like, deal with going out if I know I'm going to be anxious, you know, if it's oh, one see, of those times. Yes, yes. See, personally, I can relate with the anxiety yeah. thing. Because, I mean, I've gone through such debilitating anxiety episodes mm-hmm. where I literally cannot be with friends because I'm I'm afraid that something bad is going to happen to me while I'm mm-hmm. with them. And that that alone will stop me from hanging out with yeah. them. And it's just, you know, it's just one of those things. So So it's like, you know, if if Jin is battling like personal battles where he has lost himself, as you're saying, 
then it's like he can't be with the boys. And then once he learns to love himself, he can once again join his best fucking friends because... Yeah, and that's where his happiness is. His happiness is in loving himself. And through that, he can find his happiness and love Mm -hmm. for his friends. It's amazing. Such a beautiful message. And he delivers it so fucking Mm -hmm. well in this. Like, damn. Anyways... Also, another thing that I think is totally random and weird is at the very end of that scene, mm-hmm. people see this kind of like object in the yeah. ocean, like where there's like the co- there's the truck and the mm-hmm. friends and and there's like so a lot see... of different things that people say that yes. this is. Some some yeah. people said that it's the painting that was hanging in the room. Some people say that it's the bird painting from Awake, which I don't know how you would distinguish between one painting and the other painting, but okay. No, it's like you can barely tell it's yeah. wood. If it yeah. is. <laughs> some say it's a connection to the doors Yungi burned in fake love. And some say it's a window, a.k.a. Well, this is, okay, some, this is me, but I feel like other people say this too. <laughs> it's a window, a.k.a. Yeah. his method of travel, a.k.a. a further indication that his like time travel is done. Because he's, yeah. like, found happiness. Well, I don't know if I really asserted that earlier in this chat, but I really do feel like him closing the curtains is, like, it's over. Like, that... It's yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll see it again in Euphoria. Mm-hmm. I really do. Not Euphoria, but, like, Wonder. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see it again. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe Euphoria is the mm-hmm. end. Like, once you find the answer, it is, like, this wonder in Euphoria. Yeah. I don't know. I could totally be yeah. wrong. But if we see it again, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it is such a huge theme. Yeah. And so, anyways, to kind of bring it all together, there's serendipity, mm-hmm. euphoria, singularity, and epiphany. Mm-hmm. These these are the orders in which they were revealed, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Did, did euphoria come before singularity? Yes. Okay. For sure. So, serendipity is kind of like this... This found love, this new feeling of love, Mm -hmm. which is so beautiful and happy and amazing. I mean, who doesn't love that? It's a blissful moment in life. It is blissful. And it's hopeful. Yes. Very hopeful. But the other thing in serendipity, there is some anxiety in it because in the chorus he says, like, he basically says, although I know our love is true, I'm afraid of, like, the universe. Like, I'm afraid of what could happen, like, to us that would affect us. Yes, yes, that is very true. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we had euphoria next, which is like euphoric moments of falling in love. If mm-hmm. we're going along with the order in which they were released, mm-hmm. I mean, after you fall in love, like, yes, there's definitely pure euphoria. I mean, people call it the euphoria. honeymoon phase. You're just happy. You're just happy. No matter what you're doing together, you're mm-hmm. happy. Even bad times feel like good times, you know? Yeah. So then singularity, it's like you're lost. Everything starts to crumble. You don't know who you are. And as we see, like, in that era, they're literally crushed under the weight of wearing a mask. Literally crushed, yeah. Literally crushed by a huge fucking wall. Yes. And singularity, too, like, they talk a lot about um, changing yourself for for someone else. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, if you're in a bad relationship, we talked about this. If you're in a bad relationship, you will change yourself because you love that person. And you just want them to like you. And, and then you end up not being you. And you just mm-hmm. feel lost. And you crumble. Yes. <laughs> so um, then epiphany is like this realization at the end. Like loving ourselves first is the only answer. Which we should have known, but we didn't. 
<laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's that's it. I mean, it's an epiphany. It's yeah. something that you knew all along, but you didn't know was the answer. It's just yeah. like, boom. So it I all feel makes like, sense now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like answer the whole album is going to kind of help us through the steps on how to get to that point where we oh, yeah. love ourselves. I hope so, too. I'm excited for Me it. Me, too. I'm really fucking excited. Okay. So to kind of wrap this up, our overall impressions. Mm-hmm. So something I just want to say about it that I kind of thought about while doing all this research was we joke and say that Jin is kind of the mom of the group. Mm-hmm. But Jin quite literally is the mom of the group. I mean, he really became a mother to these six boys and loved and cared for them like a mother who loves and cares for their children. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, he's cared for them with his gentle spirit. He's inspired them with his confidence. They raised him with his wisdom. He embarrassed them with his goofy expressions <laughs> and bad jokes. He's even quite literally fed them mm-hmm. with his phenomenal culinary skills. So yeah. I'm just so happy that Jen got this song. I'm so happy Jen is the one who wrapped up this this series, this mm-hmm. Love Yourself series. I think he's the most perfect man in the group to do it. He delivered it in such a way that we could really understand what loving yourself is and how difficult the journey to loving yourself is. Mm-hmm. And I just want to thank fucking Kim Sook Jin for mm-hmm. giving us this amazing song. Yes. Thank you, Big Hit. Thank you, BTS. I'm in love. I can't wait for answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Bethany, you just that's you just did a great job of summing it up. Um, <laughs> I'm just so, like yelling into my microphone, and I'm literally <laughs> raising my fists in the air, like yes. You were like <laughs> ranting, okay. Um, so I think this song is so wonderful in so many ways. Lyrically, it's meaningful and deep while remaining succinct, and his vocals are absolutely stunning and hopeful and just so beautiful. And the music backing his vocal, his vocals really fit the theme of the lyrics and just lift him up. And the style of the music video is open to so much interpretation, which oh, yes. is what makes it really interesting. It's and what they want, too. Yeah. And I just love everything about it. Within the first few seconds of beginning the music video for the first time, I was sold. I was like, yes, I love this. I'm all in. Yes. So well done. So well done. Anyways, you guys, I guess this is kind of like the end of the, you know, Content Couch Guy episode. Content Couch Guy episode? Oh, Content Couch Jen. (laughs) I don't know. You know, he's like car door guy. Oh, yeah. Third guy from the left. Guy. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yes, this this has been such a wonderful episode. Honestly, when we were doing research, I was like, this is going to be so amazing. Epiphany really blew us away. Mm, And it should blow all of you away. Keep streaming it. Keep listening to it. It's just so good. Yes. You can't stream it yet because it's not on Spotify. But Mm, but you can keep watching (laughs) it on YouTube. Um, Uh, Yes. Yeah, remember when I said I didn't care if BTS won, (laughs) like, all the awards? We need a Grammy, though. (laughs) Yeah, we need... First of all, we need a fucking Grammy. Second of all, BTS (laughs) is... 40th in the world for like musical artists as far as like awards and um they're just like three or four away from the beatles yeah they're like four behind the beatles and it's pretty fucking cool so 
Anyways, I'm like, now I would just want BTS higher on that list. So they have like that recognition. But anyways, um, (laughs) so if you like this episode, first of all, we really enjoyed being here with you guys and hanging out and talking. Um, It's always so fun. And uh, you can like, we of course want to hear from you. We love to hear from you. So you can email us at standingbtspodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at standingbtspod. You can follow us on Instagram at standingbtspodcast and like our Facebook page, standingbts. And then if you would like to support us in another way, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash standing BTS and becoming a ranking off and and becoming a ranking officer in the BTS army by subscribing to a a tier. Um, There's been a few of you that have already done it. It is so amazing and so appreciated. And, you know, thank you guys so much. You know, maybe one day we could afford to pay someone to edit these podcasts so we could make them longer and not have to cut out things that we really want to talk about. That's the dream. That is the dream. (laughs) Find someone to fucking edit this shit. Seriously. (laughs) And like, you know, then we could we could talk. We could talk for two fucking hours. But (laughs) we we just can't do that right now. So if. If, you know, if you want to support us in that way, you can do that at patreon.com. You can also do a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbts. And, of course, you can find links for all of that in the description. In the description, thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS.